Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Welcome, everyone, to Geraldine Tegelov Live. Yes, I'm Geraldine. And we are already into week four of our series on real women empowering others by empowering self. And this series has certainly proven to us that you really don't need to be anything other than real to create incredible and exciting change in your own life and the lives of others. What do I mean by real? Someone who has... Uh, chosen to follow her or his heart, someone who has faced the challenges that this decision brings, and someone who has embraced the practical steps that are needed to be uh, embraced and taken on board to create amazing outcomes. And boy, oh boy, I have learned so much from the wonderful women I have interviewed so far And I'm sure that today's guest will be no exception to this. Now, Tanishka is joining me today, and she is from Melbourne, here in Australia. We're just kind of, you know, up and down the road a bit. And this beautiful lady travels the world, sharing her amazing knowledge and empowering everyone she meets. And believe me, she really does. I... um, met Tanishka, oh, it must be nearly a couple of years ago now, and um, she was truly a woman. Straight away, you got that beautiful feeling of, yeah, she's here for not just for herself, but for so many people out there in the world. Now, has it always been this way? Well, I think I'm pretty pretty safe to say probably not. (laughs) We all have to grow into this space, but I'll leave further explanation to Tanishka. And I promise you, you will really be inspired by what she shares with us today. So, listeners, we are in for another treat, and I can't wait to share everything with you. So, um, Tanishka... Are you there? And welcome to the show. Thank you, Geraldine. And hello to everybody. Good morning from Melbourne. (laughs) Yes, good morning from Melbourne. As I said, I am just up the road a little bit, so that's good. (laughs) About mm, probably an hour and a half away. But here in Australia, it's right, Tanishka, isn't it? An hour and a half is kind of just up the road. Oh, absolutely. Up a mountain in my case. (laughs) Yes. So that's good. Now, Tanishka, rather than me introduce you, I I thought it'd be lovely if you could just tell us in your own words a little bit about who you are and, um, you know, where you come from in this beautiful world. 
Sure, thank you. Yeah, look, the way that I serve, I'm an uh, author and a teacher, and what I teach are the ancient women's traditional wisdom teachings and sacred customs and traditions that all of our ancestors did, no matter which lineage we come from, you know, thousands of years ago. And it's a very exciting time to be on the planet because all of that is being unveiled again. And it really holds the key to women's empowerment and also restoring the sacred balance within um, you know, the the global village. So I feel blessed to have stumbled across that path and <laughs> so it became absolutely overwhelmingly clear that that was certainly my destiny um, to serve in that way. Wow. And, you know, it's been just fabulous, Tanishka, to... Um, you know, talk with so many different women from around the world and for each of them, the journey is slightly different and yet you can see that beautiful strand that runs through all of their lives and their uh, journeys that brings us all together as one. So it has just been wonderful to take part in this series. Tanisha, can I ask a very personal question? How, where did your name come from? It's such a beautiful name. Oh, thank you. Um, it's Sanskrit, which was apparently like the original channeled language, and it means goddess of gold. But I only found that out um, many years after I changed it to Tanishka. My birth name's Tanya, and I received my spiritual name working in a pizza shop, as you do. Um, I was working <laughs> Some beautiful Polish guys, and they were like, ah, oh, Tanishka. And um, Tanishka is the pet name for Tanya, you know, a term of endearment. And as soon as I heard it, it just resonated down to the bone marrow, you know, and I just recognized that's my name. And so I ended up, I was living um, in another forest on another mountaintop uh, a couple of hours out of Melbourne doing a sabbatical at the time. And I, I recognised that I, you know, wanted to formally take that name on uh, as, I suppose, a priestess name, that it embodied what I was stepping into in service to the divine. So when I first took the name on, I didn't realise what it meant. And yet my path has been to teach the, the, the ancient goddess tradition. So, you know, to find out the true meaning of the name many years later, after I'd just finished running a, um, a retreat where I painted a body cast of myself gold and then found out the name meant goddess of gold. But I love that about, you know, when you do follow that path with a heart, how, the universe through synchronicity always confirms what your intuitions told you to do, usually after the fact. But um, life becomes truly magical, you know, like an adventure, a magical mystery tour. Yes, yeah. Oh, it sure does. And Tanishka, and we'll talk a more about this, but um, you mentioned that uh, you are an author, and I know that you've got the most gorgeous products and you run the most amazing workshops but um as an author i, I know you've got lots of books out too so uh, you know is there anything happening at the moment that we really should know about 
Um, yeah, look, I've um, got a book coming out with Hay House, which I'm really excited about because um, this book, it's kind of like a goddess handbook. It's 101. It's got everything in there. You know, there's so much, I suppose, hijacking of the word goddess. You know, it's used to sell everything from razors to hair products and, and <laughs> um, it kind of perpetuates um, – a myth that women, a goddess is man's sexual ideal or some sort of icon of the perfect woman. You know, she's got the perfect teeth, her hair, the body, the, you know, and that is not true. That's an illusion. So that is actually doing more damage than good. So um, this book journeys why the goddess is rising again after thousands of years of obscurity and what actually happened to those ancient goddess worshipping cultures. And then we look at, you know, all the ways that these ancient sacred feminine traditions can help women feel sane in a world that's gone mad because it's so out of balance <laughs> and how to stop giving ourselves a hard time about not living up to someone else's idea of the perfect woman. So, you know, I think in terms of women's mental health, it, it provides <laughs> a key of truth that really is going to demystify a lot of the untruths that have been perpetuated about, you know, ancient women's wisdom and, and sacred knowledge. And just once we get truth, it restores um, our, uh, our, our deepest codes of remembrance. And what I mean by that is, you know, I do believe in reincarnation. I think, you know, that we... All of life is cyclic, and in fact, that's one of the teachings of the goddess tradition, that life happens in cycles. And when we understand that, um, it's not as scary. In other words, you know, we understand if we're having a hard time that things are going to surface up again. So there's a lot of perspectives in the, the ancient women's wisdom that helps us to deal with times of crisis and transition, which is what we're all facing in this global transition. A lot of people are quite terrified by the change that's happening in the world. But, and this is where I think the role of the sacred feminine can really play an important and pivotal part, helping to midwife people through the transition. So, you know, in the book, I speak about how to create more support um, by accessing community and creating communal structures in your life. Because women, by and large, we're communal beings. And if we don't have enough communal support in our lives, then we start comfort eating and, you know, just mm. suffering from anxiety and depression and, and having really like a roller coaster of emotional states and, and, and mental states. So, you know, um, this cyclic approach to life also helps people to transcend that fear of aging, which is a cultural pandemic, and actually love getting older. Um, yes, yeah, that is a big one. I mean, and particularly I've and you know coming to well, even for me coming to the age of closer to seventy than sixty, 
and meeting people constantly who are just totally focused on getting old and what that means. And you, I'm thinking, oh, please. <laughs> but we are coming into break, Tanishka. So um, after the break, I'd love to chat with you a little on, you know, what, what initially led you to doing this kind of work and uh, and of course I'd love to know where we can get this new book of yours so we'll have a chat about that as well and then I'd really like to just to give you time to think about it some of the personal challenges that you've had along the way because I think that helps everyone uh, relate to the fact that we all go through this in one way, shape or form. So everyone, I want you to hold on tight. We'll be back shortly. Best-selling author, musician and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. Get a kick out of the warning labels companies attach to prevent lawsuits from the hooky crooky of this world. A warning label on a dishwasher cautioned not to put any person in the unit. Speaking of dishwashers, one product warning on a television remote control read, not dishwasher safe. That's too bad because we know how dirty the remote control gets. In fact, we press the buttons even harder when we know the battery is dead. What are we, part of the ridiculati? A warning on a baby stroller read, remove child before folding. Here's one for the blunderbusses and poppin' jays among us. A label on a letter opener read, safety goggles recommended. Call me snarky, but any society that needs this many disclaimers has too many lawyers, pedophagers, and snollygosters. It's marching down. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's words you never heard. What on earth is a paraprasadukian? A paraprasadukian is a figure of speech that uses a cliché to set the bait, followed by a linguistic surprise. Groucho Marx's old saying offered a great example. I've had a perfectly wonderful evening, but this wasn't it. What's it called again? A paraprasadukian. Other examples of paraprasadukians include do not argue with an idiot. He will drag you down to his level and beat you with experience. Or the last thing I want to do is hurt you, but it's still high on the list. Dolphins are so smart that within a few weeks of captivity, they can train people to stand at the edge of the pool and throw them some fish. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my new app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelove Live, and today I am chatting with my beautiful guest, Tanishka Tantrika, who I would describe as a real woman who is empowering others by empowering self. And yes, life has thrown up some interesting little challenges for this beautiful lady, but I'm sure that by listening to all that she has to share, you'll understand that it is possible to create a wonderful life for ourselves, regardless of who we are and the challenges we face. 
if we embrace that unique, beautiful being that is within us. So sometimes it takes, you know, a bit of guidance along the way. And and Tanishka has been sharing with us before the break about her new book. And I really wanted to focus on this because I have read Tanishka's other books and they are just fabulous. And what do I mean by fabulous? They're not just the theory, but they're also the practical things that we can do. You know, she... Uh, Tanishka, you are a very down-to-earth person, aren't you? Yeah, I, I think that comes with being an Australian. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't be, um, what's the word, up in the clouds. It's a very sort of earthy culture. And, and yeah, you're right. I'm big on strategies on, on how to because otherwise it's just a head trip. And, and that's not really useful. Although, I, you know, I do provide lots of insight um, but it's got to translate into then what, what you can do to anchor change. Yeah, and I, I so relate to that. I think it's wonderful to have the theory and the knowledge, but unless there are those practical steps that we can take, then it just stays as uh, wonderful knowledge rather than understanding. And, and Tanishka, I'm really sorry, but I didn't, and I really want to know, please, um, how do I get your book? Or can we pre-order oh, or something like that? Yes, yes. Look, um, I've got um, an opportunity for your listeners. If they want to pre-order a copy, it comes out June 6th of this year, so that's 2017 for those that listen to the, the record. Um, if they order a pre-ordered copy on Amazon and just email me the receipt, and we can put the email address on your web page, They'll also get a free five-day Elemental Goddess digital program. So, um, And then after June 6, when it's launched, it'll be a global release, so it'll be in all bookstores and all online booksellers as well. Um, but Hay House is also bringing out a, an online Goddess Wisdom course to accompany the Goddess Wisdom book. So I filmed that in London in January, and um, that'll be out the same time as the book. So people can go to the Hay House online courses uh, website to access that. Oh, how brilliant. This is great because... Um, I I know from my own um, dealings with women, Tanishka, that so many women are suddenly awakening and suddenly going, well, you know, I, I want to enjoy my life from here on. I want to do what my heart is wanting me to do. And um, everybody, I know from what I've seen of Tanishka's work, you will love this new book. And please, this is not an advertisement. This is just coming from my heart too, because I know it is uh, the work that she does is just fabulous. And the workshop too. But hey, how about the free five-day digital course? I mean, that is fantastic. So we need to get into that. And I'll have um, links and things up on my show page. And I'll also have links on my website. Um, and I'll put a link on my Facebook page too, so that you don't miss out on that, because that would be fabulous. Um, so, Tanishka, I'll get you after the show. I'll be in touch so you can send me all of that so we don't miss out on that because that sounds too good to let, you know, pass us by. Yeah, oh, I'm absolutely delighted. I think, um, you know, 
what I'm loving about the, the book is that it's appropriate for those that know nothing about ancient women's wisdom and, and traditional customs and those that have been walking the path for many years. So, um, you know, I've tried to write it with, you know, a wide cross-section of women in mind and all ages as well. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm delighted to share it and thank you for giving me the opportunity. Oh, that's a pleasure, a pleasure. And we women, we need to support each other. That's part of empowering each other too. Uh, and, you know, and sharing our work to empower those around us, which is just a fabulous way to go. Tanishka, obviously you absolutely love what you do. Um, you know, what led you to into this type of work? I'm sure you haven't always done this. No, I mean, look, I've spent the last 21 years doing this, but prior to that, I was a stand-up comedian. So I had <laughs> no... Really? Yeah, yeah. I had no idea this is where I was going to end up. And it really blindsided me. It was like being hit by a bus. I just remember one night I was so over putting myself down on stage every night for laughs that I got down on my knees and I said to the universe, send me some female role models. And literally within two weeks, my life fell apart. And um, I was invited to then do a women's goddess weekend, um, a couple of hours out of Melbourne. And as a result of that one weekend workshop, I relocated and spent a year living, you know, in retreat, totally cut off. I had a clock, but that was it. I had no access to television, radio, you know, computers, anything. And I spent that one year being mentored by a beautiful elder woman called Jennifer Powell and um, just read a room full of books on ancient women's wisdom. And the house was on an underground lake. So that provided a wonderful um, portal for intuitive downloads. And that was the beginning of, um, you know, the first book that I wrote, which took 10 years to write, um, which, you know, was my gift back to the sisterhood because it just made such a difference when I was provided a map to the feminine psyche, you know, and went, God, we all need one of these. <laughs> yeah, we sure do. And, Oh my goodness, Tanishka! Um, just for just for the listeners' benefit, though, we don't have to go into total lockdown, do we? For twelve months to have this oh, happen? Oh no, that was my path. Every path looks different, um, so that's why it's so important that we do follow our heart, because. Yeah. You can't compare your path with anybody else's, you know. It's so important that you just keep attuning to what your heart's guidance is propelling you to do, even if it doesn't make sense. I mean, it certainly didn't make sense to me, you know, to move two hours up a mountain, um, you know, to what? Yes. The complete unknown, yeah. but it ended up being you know, what opened the door to living the life that I am now, as you say, traveling around the world, running retreats for women and speaking at festivals and writing books. I mean, you know, I would never have guessed that from where I was. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's just amazing. And we certainly appreciate the work that you do. I'm sure along the way, Tanishka, you've had some 
personal challenges in your life as well. Um, and, you know, it's up to you if you feel free to perhaps um, explore that a little with us today and how you overcame those personal challenges. Yeah, look, I think it's so healing and important when women dare to speak about some of the deepest, darkest, hardest times that we've traversed. Um, and for me, I had a huge journey as a single mother, and I found that extremely confronting. Um, and within that suffered other challenges, such as homelessness for 10 months with a five-year-old. So, you know, and I'm a strong woman, but believe me, that experience broke me. So, yeah. um, you know, through those huge life challenges, I don't know what would have happened if I didn't have access to a sisterhood, which is one of the most fundamental principles of the ancient goddess path, you know, the understanding that together we are strong. So that's what got me through and why I'm so passionate about teaching women how to create women's circles, because it is guaranteed that we're going to have ups and downs in life, you know, and it's our sisters that are there for us um, and then, you know, another challenge that I've had in my mothering journey is to actually let go of my daughter and allow her to go and live with her father two states away. So, yeah. again, the work has gotten me through because, for instance, in the, the matriarchal myth of Demeter, the universal mother aspect, which is within all of us, whether we have a physical child or not, she has to learn that the cyclic way of life is nothing stays the same and she has to let go of her daughter. So, you know, having this map um, helped me to go, okay, I don't need to buy into some illusory story that makes me a bad mother and what kind of mother would give up their daughter. You know, here it is. It's part of the universal psyche and, and a universal lesson that at some point every mother is going to have to let go of their child, you know. Oh, and that yes. And true. how true is that, Tanishka? Uh, my mother, uh, one thing that has always stuck in my mind from her uh, lessons of wisdom and she would often say, uh, you have to let your children go in order to get them back. And um, I often think of that in letting go of the children and allowing them to live, you know, their own life and and um, let them to follow a lot. Oh, sure, I get my teeth around this or my head around this or my tongue around this. Let them live their own life, live their what they're meant to do. We birth them and we, we nurture them and mother them. But then I guess it takes enormous courage to be able to say, okay, if this is the path that you need to travel in this journey of life, then away you go. But it's yeah. not easy. We are coming into break again, Tanishka. And after the break, I would love you to share with people a little bit about your business challenges too and how you've overcome those. So hang tight, everybody. Tanishka has got lots to share with us.
Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. According to a recent Gallup poll, 56% of Americans say they want to lose weight. Staying slim is important for a multitude of reasons. If you want or need to lose weight, do it now. Excess pounds lead to a whole host of life-threatening conditions, including heart disease, some cancers, and diabetes. The Journal of the American Dietetic Association reports that obesity is also associated with suppression of immunity, which can leave you more vulnerable to getting sick. The longer you wait, the more prone you are to contract a life-threatening condition. Not only that, being sluggish and having low energy will continue in your life until you get that extra weight off. Find an eating program that works for you and increase your exercise to do more than you're doing now. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond, keeping you healthy, happy, and fit. It's marching known for a long time that diamonds are precious or worth a lot of deuterumus. That means money. Did you ever wonder how a polished pebble becomes one of the most expensive things on earth? Two centuries ago, diamonds were worn only by royalty. But in 1870, miners discovered huge deposits of diamonds in South Africa. And soon after, the diamond market was flooded. That's when a man named Cecil Rhodes started buying up shares of the diamond mines. Eighteen years later, Rhodes controlled the entire South African supply of diamonds. He started his own newspaper and magazine articles with clever ad campaigns about cut, clarity, color, and carrot. He also convinced women that they weren't truly engaged to be married without a diamond ring. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelove continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelove. Woohoo! You are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Take a Love Live, and I'm speaking with Tanishka. If you have just joined us, this is the fourth in a series of six shows focused on helping us understand that the act of empowering self always has a beautiful ripple effect and inevitably empowers others. It uh, gives them permission to shine. Now, if you would like to listen to the complete show and heaps of others, then you can download them for free from iTunes. Just search Geraldine Tegelove Live under podcasts, or you can come here to toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T, and listen or download from my show page. Or you can also find these on my website at www.geraldinetegelove. And Tegelove is spelled T-E-G-G-E-L-O-V-E dot com. And it has just been lovely so far chatting with Tanishka today. And before the break, we were talking about, you know, those personal challenges particularly that one as uh, as mothers letting go of children and allowing them 
to uh, follow their own path and live their own journey. And me being the, you know, the the wonderful Cancerian that I am, letting go of, of kids, oh, my goodness, <laughs> that's one of my big personal challenges. And um, I found that quite uh, a huge thing in my life. But, you know, I'm slowly but surely getting there. Tanishka, what I'd love to go to now is perhaps talk a little bit about your greatest business challenges and and how you got around those on this journey. Yeah, look, I think it's um, important that so many women are being guided intuitively to step up and really make a difference uh, by offering their gifts in the world. And a lot of women can feel quite overwhelmed to know, oh, gosh, how do I start and go about that? Um, And I uh, took myself off to do like a small business course and the people running it were very discouraging about, you know, me wanting to work with women um, and run holistic workshops initially and empower women. They were saying, you know, oh, there's no money in that. And I've since been told that by other, you know, speaker trainers and things, oh, you need to get a new target market, you know, that um, hippie women have no money. And I think it's very important that, um, you know, we as women support each other and rather than dismiss what our calling is based on someone else's projection of whether or not there's money in that, if it's our path, then we will find a way to make it sustainable and make it work. And for me, I found that doing events online um, made it uh, accessible to women globally rather than trying to make it sustainable just from the women in my, you know, local communities. That's huge. But the other big, big lesson is that there is a a patriarchal belief projected onto anybody who uses their intuitive or spiritual gifts um, that they shouldn't exchange those for money, you know. And I feel that this mindset is not sustainable. You know, you wouldn't say to a plumber, oh, you're not allowed to charge money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about, yes. Is he meant to pay his, you know, food and petrol and look after his children? So I think it's very important that we understand that is simply another form of persecution, like the witch hunts of those that are involved in the healing arts, you know, or helping to facilitate personal transformation. So I do try to make all my offerings accessible in how they're priced and I offer payment plans, but I do make sure that there is an exchange. There needs to be an exchange. I cannot continue to do my heart's calling and be of service. And, you know, I think a lot of women, you know, they might start off with great ideals and think, oh, I want to save the world and end up burning out because they don't mm-hmm. honour their needs in that. So I suppose that's the the most, the biggest thing I'd like to share. Um, the other more recent one was I was hacked by my um virtual assistant uh, 
back in December. And for those that don't know what a virtual assistant is, it's basically somebody that helps you with your admin, but you don't have them physically on your premise. So they're, for instance, a freelancer that's offshore that you find through, you know, um, a, a platform uh, where they advertise their services. And through that, whilst it was devastating to have placed my trust in um, you know, somebody and, and, you know, just been ripped off blind. <laughs> yes, yeah, and that's a really hard one to come to terms with. Yeah, I, um, through that, have come to realise that WordPress websites, which are the most popular form of websites, um, are also the most prone to being hacked. So through that, I've learned not to be so idealistic that I think, you know, everyone is operating in integrity <laughs> mm, Yeah, and, and understand that, you know, part of stepping into leadership is that we do become more visible. So we do become then a target for those that seek to exploit others for their own personal gain. And whilst nobody taught me about online security, I certainly had to learn the hard way. So, you know, as we speak, I have a new website being built called themoonwoman.com by a man that specialises in ongoing, you know, security of the site. So that's another piece of, you know, nugget of wisdom I'd like to share with you. <laughs> and I, I totally understand that one. Tanishka, because um, uh, was it was oh, about 18 months ago now when all my websites were hacked too and had to go back to the drawing board, which was a really good thing when I, you know, hindsight is a wonderful thing. Um, and now I've made sure that the gentleman who has built my website is really up with the whole security thing. So I'm, I'm not concerned about it. But it was quite um, a scary thing when it first happened that people can do this and attach little files to the end of yours and it was uh, not a nice space to be in. And Tanishka, going back to initially when you were talking about your challenges, you know, following the spiritual path and and hippies don't make money and whatever. I remember at one of my workshops and a lady popped her head in the door and she said, is this where I'm meant to be? And I said, well, you know, if this is the workshop you're looking for, yes, this is where you're meant to be. And she said, but you don't look like it. And I said, uh, what do you mean by that? And she said, would you don't, you don't wear the right clothes or, or and then she backstep pedaled a bit and I said well how am I supposed to look and she said well you look really corporate and I said well you know we can still follow our heart's desire and teach spiritual teachings we don't necessarily have to look a certain way and that was a really big learning lesson for me how people perceive uh, this path that we've chosen. Yes. And there's, you know, it's always easy to judge or to criticize and there will always be that. And the more you stick your head up, the more you're a beacon for that as well. So I think, you know, it's so important that we don't allow that to, um, compromise 
what it is we know in our heart we've come here to do. For instance, you know, with people that might put a negative comment or something on a post that I might do. Now, overwhelmingly, it's, you know, 99% positive feedback. But with those negative ones, I used to engage. And now I just, I don't give it energy, you know, so. Yes, I think that's really great advice, Tanishka. It's um, because once we, we focus on it, and even responding to it, we're putting more of that energy into it and creating a bigger and better response, well, bigger and and more uh, probably negative responses. And I totally agree with you. You're never going to be uh, the person for everyone. And if we go out into the world thinking that we're going to be the perfect person for every single one out there, it's just not going to happen. And we set ourselves up, I think, for failure. Yeah, I think it's so important that we just keep coming back to trusting what our inner self is directing us to do because ultimately it will make sense uh, when we look back in retrospect, even if it doesn't make sense now. And those that can't get us may never get us. So there's no point in trying to make them understand. The people that resonate with us are ready to hear what it is we've got to offer they will find us, you know, spirit will send them our way through a series of synchronicities. And yeah, to focus on those that really do understand and are hungry for more um, is so uplifting and it creates a positive vortex rather than focusing on those that, you know, can't comprehend or it's not their path to walk with you. So, you know, if we invest in that, it takes us on a negative spiral. Yeah, that is fabulous advice, Tanishka, I, I, and I so agree with you. Um, and we never really know, um, even those negative responses, that person has still connected and you just never know down the track how that's going to affect them in a positive way. So it's lovely even to hold that space for them for that moment when maybe they might want to hear what you have to share. So never let those negative responses um, take you down or beat yourself up over it or anything else. We're coming into our final break now. And after the break, Tanishka, I know with your experience, you must have some wonderful advice to give to other women who are really now ready to step up and follow their hearts. So I would love it if you could perhaps share that with our listeners today so we can help them get up and running. (laughs) It would be great. So after the break, everyone, uh, we will have more from Tanishka on how we can truly follow our hearts and love every moment of it. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. wondered where the terms used in computer speak originated? The word cookie, that packet of information that travels between a browser and web server, is named after the fortune cookie, a cookie with an embedded message. 
Rebooting the computer is literally pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. The name Google was originally coined in 1938 by Milton Sirota, nephew of mathematician Edward Kasner, during a discussion of large numbers. Uh, Google is the number one, followed by 100 zeros. The word Yahoo was originally invented by Jonathan Swift and used in his book Gulliver's Travels. It's a derogatory term for a person who is repulsive in appearance. Yahoo founders Jerry Yang and David Philo selected the name because they considered themselves Yahoos. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. The fat that is deep within your abdomen and fills the spaces between your internal organs is called visceral or liver fat. This belly fat poses a crucial threat to your health and needs to be taken seriously. Aerobic exercise such as brisk walking, jogging, and swimming burns calories. Resistance exercise, such as weightlifting, builds bones and strengthens muscles. Both of these modes of exercise are important, and both should be a part of your exercise program. Duke University Medical Center researchers performed a study and found that if you are trying to reduce visceral fat, aerobic exercise is your best choice. Aerobic exercise burns 67% more calories than resistance training, the researchers found. So concentrate on aerobic exercise to burn away that dangerous visceral fat. I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Teglov. And you are listening to Geraldine Tegelov and my guest, Tanishka. And we're chatting about the flow-on effects of empowering others once we empower ourselves. Over the past few weeks, I've been chatting with women who have done just that. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my goodness. Has it been easy? No. Has it been challenging? Yes. But have they still done it? Yes. And in amazing ways, each have shared their unique story of empowerment and growth and their unique challenges and how they overcame these and opened their hearts uh, firstly and foremostly to self, to uh, open their heart to what their heart was wanting them to to really embrace and really do in this journey. And then, of course, it happens whether we like it or not. It flows out into this beautiful universe and across our beautiful planet and it reaches others, and we give them permission to do the same. And I am just so truly grateful for each of these gorgeous women. Um, Now, before the break, uh, I asked Tanishka to have a think about um, what advice that she might have for other women who are really ready to take that step. And, oh, my goodness, I know in my own work – I've got women saying, but I, I just need to do something. I, I, I need to step out of this work that I'm really not liking or enjoying and do what I'm here to do. But before we do that, Tanishka, I, I didn't ask before, and I really want to know, please, is there a process, because I know when we get talking, you know, time just flies by, and I forget, is there a process we couldn't follow so people can get 
um, you know, to pre-order your book and then get the the free five-day digital course? How do we go about that? Yeah, look, I think um, what's easy is to people just go to my website and that is star, S-T-A-R, of, O-F, Ishtar, I-S-H-T-A-R, dot com. And on the homepage, there's info about how they can um, order a copy of the Goddess Wisdom book. And if they pre-order before the launch date of June 6, um, how to get the free five-day Elemental Goddess program um, in exchange for pre-ordering a copy of the book. Oh, fantastic. Well, how easy is that? I was thinking I might have to, you know, go through 20 million things, but that makes it so simple. So we can just go to your website and remember it is, and I've just got it here somewhere, www.staroftar.com. And that will be, well, it already is on my show page, Geraldine Tegelove Live here at Toginet, and it will also be on my website, so you can't miss it. And, um, yes, pre-ordering the book, and then you're sure to have it. You don't have to kind of wait around. You'll be one of the first to receive this beautiful book as well as the uh, program. So that's a fabulous way to go. Um, so now that I've got all that info, which was really for me, Tanishka, <laughs> and I'm sure for everybody listening, um, let's get to this advice that you would have for other women. Well, really, it, it comes down to in every moment asking yourself, what is my heart directing me to do? Because if we live from our heads by doing what we think is the safe option, the sensible option, ultimately our life actually becomes smaller, okay, because we're choosing security uh, rather than growth. And the more we do this, it actually depletes our life force. You know, we end up feeling drained by what we're doing because it's not enthusing us, it's not filling us with joy and inspiration. And then we seek more self-soothing comforts, you know, whether that's a glass of wine at night or, you know, a piece of cheesecake. Or Or chocolate, lots of chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or um, blowing the budget on, you know, a new outfit or something or distraction, you know, spending all day every day on social media rather than being connected to what truly inspires us and what, is going to ensure we wake up feeling excited to greet the day and filled with passion. If we want energy, that's passion. So we have to follow our heart if we want our life to get bigger. And that is um, the heroic way to live because it takes courage, you know, to follow the heart because everything in life is telling us to follow our head. You know, know, including our head. I mean, our little minds have a wonderful way, don't they, of stepping in and going, hang on a minute. Yeah. And the fear steps in. Yes. But if we want to live fulfilled lives, if we want to fulfill our destiny, our highest path, our purpose, then all we have to do is moment to moment, put your hand on your heart, connect with your feelings and sense, does this excite me? Does this, 
you know, help me to feel expanded or do I feel contracted? And whatever path we choose moment to moment is going to take us on a trajectory of a larger life or a smaller life. So that's it in a nutshell, you know, and for somebody that, you know, um, has always followed her heart, well, since, you know, my sort of awakening when I was 26, um, my life has, it's, I could never have imagined what I'm living now. And I love my life. And I, you know, people say to me, my goodness, I would never have guessed that you're 47. You know, you look like you're in your 30s. And I think it's simply because I have, I'm filled with, with passion for what I'm doing. I know that it's making a difference. I see that it makes a difference Mm -hmm. and that there's no greater reward. Well, girls, so if you want to feel useful and look beautiful and useful, you know what to do. And I, I, um, I am so with you on that one, Tanishka. We had a, a bit of a, a family reunion a few weeks ago and, uh, it was it was did the heart uh, good to uh, have people say, but you never seem to look any older. You never seem to change, and I know it's because I, as you say, I do what I love and I love what I do um, all the time, and it makes such a difference to your life about how you jump out of bed in the morning. And mind you, sometimes I don't jump out, but you know, most of the time, and. Um, but but I guess in, in knowing this, it's okay, too, to have those down days, is it, Tanishka? Oh, my goodness. They're inevitable. So if we create a story when you wake up and you're not feeling so bright in life that, oh, God, this is the beginning of the end, I'm headed for depression, oh, I'm useless, you know, if you start <laughs> running those stories – you will spiral yourself down into those deep, dark, treacly states of emotion, um, which are hard to get out of. But I suppose one of the greatest blessings I've found in the ancient goddess traditions is that those downward spirals are inevitably the path of our getting of wisdom and that if we understand the hallmarks of that downward spiral descent journey, we can then return with the gold, with a new perspective, with, um, you know, a greater sense of purpose and insight so that we don't calcify and become bitter and resentful and closed in our hearts. And I think that's key because inevitably we will be hurt. We will experience, Mm. you know, betrayals and, and it's part of being in a body that we experience the shadow of humankind, but it's how we respond to that. And, you know, for me, Um, the ancient women's wisdom that I was able to stumble across at age 26 just turned the light on. So I'm, I'm, you know, trying to light as many torches as possible (laughs) to help spread that for other women. And, And what a wonderful way to go. And we do need to light as many torches as we can. And the best way to do that really is to just start by lighting our own torch and it's amazing how we then attract uh, women around us who are wanting to do exactly the same. 
um, and it, and it is a journey, and and there are days when you just don't want to get out of bed, and there are days when you just want to give up. I've had a few of those where you just want to throw your hands in the air and go, no, right, this is it, uh, that's it, I'm walking away, and I have this gorgeous husband who looks at me and says, oh, you know, are we third staging in uh, giving birth again? <laughs> and and I'd really like to hit him. <laughs> But he's so true. I mean, you know, it's those moments when we – I'm not sure about you, what you find, Tanishka, but it's in those moments where I just want to give up that I know it's it's opening to something beautiful. Absolutely, the transition point. And we go through that, whether it's, um, you know, around dark moon every month we experience that, whether it's the depths of winter we experience that, whether it's birthing a project we experience that. You know, when we get the cycles within the cycles that are influencing our moods and our energy levels and our psyche, then we can navigate you know, it's like a fisherman wouldn't go out to sea without reading what the tides are. So, too, when we start to understand the cyclic nature of life and the influence of, say, the lunar cycle, the seasonal yes. cycles, then we can navigate more easily. But bless your husband for pointing <laughs> out, hey, honey, you're in the third stage of labouring that, you know, creative project. What a beautiful Yes, he is great. Now, Tanishka, I'm sorry, but we're at the end of the show today. Time to finish. Thank you so much for being here. It has just been wonderful. And um, I'm sure our listeners have really appreciated your beautiful wisdom as well. So, everyone, remember, please visit me here at TogiNet on my show page, Geraldine Tegelove Live, or you can go to my website. And remember, you can visit Tanishka at starofishtar.com to get all that information that you need about the book and the free digital program, which will be just fabulous. So, um, thank you, Tanishka. It has been... Yeah, fabulous. So, everybody, in the meantime, have a wonderful week, a million blessings of happiness, love, and peace to all, um, and bye for now. Geraldine will be back next week with more life-changing ideas to share. In the meantime, you can visit her at www geraldinetegelove.com to check out her fabulous new products and her workshops. Remember that all Geraldine's radio shows are available on iTunes free of charge. So why not